what did I just say? I so I do want to preface before we even start anything. Um, Sarah and I both today were like, you know, I just we're not going to get that drunk. Sarah didn't feel well. I've had a really hard week, and I also kind of got drunk last night. And I was like, I just don't. This is going to be really lame because we we're not going to get that drunk. Yeah, but then we <laughs> did. And then we totally did. And um, also, I didn't take good notes for the first time, and I wrote them all in pencil. So we're going to rely even more heavily on Sarah's abilities to have a podcast, and I'm sorry, but... But we have to do the intro. I know. Oh. I just, I was, I wanted to, like, preface the intro, because I feel like... We're doing something new. I just I just wanted to preface it a little because I <laughs> or maybe you could like take this chunk and apologize for me later because no, you know, we're leaving it. We're gonna make it we're gonna do like the every intro and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do our intro. Let's do okay. it. Do okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And, and we're, we're two drunk track. track. And we actually Boom. probably are. We, uh, this is going to be fun for you guys. The episode we're recording today is called A Taste of Armageddon. And it's not great. No, we couldn't even hardly watch it the first time through. And no, then we, and the- we were literally shopping the second time through. Yeah. It was, I kind of apologize for what's going to come next, but it's boring. The, there the, is. I- no trigger warnings. That was no trigger warnings. The upside of this episode. Very much. Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the best that we don't have to. Like, literally, nothing in this episode made me uncomfortable. I didn't yeah. like it. Like, but it was it's, bad. it's still dumb, but like, yeah. nothing was terrible. So, we're going to start out. We are. On the Enterprise, in like a star cluster on a diplomatic mission. And there's somebody on the Enterprise now. He's called the Ambassador. And I think he's Ambassador Fox, if I remember correctly. Ambassador Fox. I didn't realize that until he started saying his name, but they definitely (laughs) call him Ambassador Fox. They don't really introduce him in any way. So it's a very confusing first scene. When they're talking about how they're circling this planet and he, like, just comes out and, like, is already very, like, aggressive towards Kirk about how he is technically in charge, which I don't know a ton about ambassadors, but I don't think they just get to take charge of any kind of captain. I have never heard any other scenario where they're like oh yeah uh the ambassador gets command when he wants it that's how this works it's he's the ambassador you have to do what he says i mean usually if it's an ambassador i assume never been on any kind of ship or anything but if there's an ambassador who's like dude don't do that because you're gonna piss the people off like you listen to them take their advice really heavily but you don't like just give them command of a starship they don't just 
get command because they're there and you're on a diplomatic mission. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me either. And I guess the other thing is I am basing, I would say like 97.8% of my knowledge on what I've learned about ambassadors in the West Wing, which is that they don't have a lot of power in the West Wing, at least. Like, <laughs> so I assume that they wouldn't. Definitely yeah, don't get to override the captain kind of power. No, nobody's up there like, hey, President Bartlett, I get the say now because we're on a diplomatic I'm mission. I'm the captain now. That's what he did. He looked at Kirk and was like, I'm the captain now. He basically did that, which it, it seems strange yeah. not understanding his role at all prior yeah. to that. Yeah. Um. And what they're doing is they're uh, awaiting an answer from this planet that they're circling to, like, go down and and work on this diplomatic mission that's so important to them. They're desperately needing this uh, mission because it's, like, a great place in the middle of nowhere where they can, like, make a star thing and be happy and everyone's going to be cool about it. But nobody's going to have have contact with them in a long, long time. And we, we have actually lost, I guess, ships there was yeah. part of it. So they're like, it's really important. Ooh, now that's coming in later. That's yeah. foreshadowing. It is oh, a little bit of foreshadowing. So, foreshadowing. yes. Um, I think a really important thing to talk about with this ambassador that I didn't make a note of until later on is the luggage that he is carrying under his eyes that guy, he is paying extra to check this baggage the, the, his bags are so big he weighed over the limit the first time he scanned the bag so he put the extra into his carry-on <laughs> and then had to check that because it was too heavy yeah. to yeah, be a carry-on <laughs> it's it's like I, I think what I said to Sarah in the second watch through, it's like when you have large puffy bags under your eyes, like systematically through your whole life, eventually you, they get old. And then like he had wrinkles on his bag wrinkles and it was yeah. almost because nothing about him other than that seemed old. No, he didn't his, look old. <laughs> his puffy eye bags, which were just in the, like the triplicates guys yeah. it was i've never was, seen anything like it i think that's what kind of like struck me yeah, he wasn't even a bad actor nothing about him was it was just like startling how big the bags under his eyes were and actually the more i think about it it's it's less like at first i was like oh he's got such big bags under his eyes like how sad and now i'm just like that's actually it's like almost impressive yeah, because they were deflated bags. They weren't yeah. bags. They were deflated. Like, and and to just own that and just be like, I have these and then, bags. And then they hired him like, hey, guy that looks like that. You're you a diplomat. Wanna, you're a diplomat. You look like a diplomat with this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, diplomats travel a lot, so they have a lot yeah. of baggage under their eyes, right? You probably think all the time. <laughs> Real hard about stuff, and it's probably just in your eyes. You look tired. You put all those thoughts into the bags under your eyes. <laughs> like, it's so weird. It was 
what it, it was it, it was tr- an acting choice i guess like i don't know i like the more i talk about it the more i actually kind of like it Sarah <laughs> <laughs> just convinced herself that they hired the guy because his bags were so big They're that so he impressive. belonged to this role because he's an interstellar yeah. traveler Mm-hmm. Just trying to make peace in a world, and you don't yeah. want to be like super pretty to show up into no. another planet. Well, you don't, you don't want to be intimidating. Yeah. yeah, you want to look fucking tired. You want to look <laughs> exhausted. You want to like, look like when someone looks at you, you want them to be like, "I get that." <laughs> like yeah, I feel that on a personal level. Yeah. <laughs> you need me a vacation. Me too, bro. Me too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bump. Yeah. Fist bump. <laughs> that's what you do that's what you want all right yeah, now we know okay so uh we get a message from the planet finally who wasn't answering previously it's very convenient how we get messages at the time where we're like well, we haven't received a response yet and then next scene is ahura being like oh we have a response yeah. And the answer is something about code 710, which Kirk explains to us means that under no circumstances should we ever go to this planet. That's what this code means, which, by the way, how did one, how did the planet get the code if we've never visited before? I think that's more foreshadowing, honestly, because probably yeah. what happened is that other ships wind up in the similar situation that we're about to experience. Yeah. And launched codes. Yeah, they're like, hey, can you just send out this code for the next ship from my planet? Yeah. He was like, this looks fun. We should do this. And they're like, no, hell just no. Send them code 710 and this they'll know like not to zero come here. Amazon review. It's a zero. It's a zero. If zero I could stars. read it less than a zero, I would. Yeah. The, the do not buy this planet <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's a bad planet don't do it don't so, even we um we have that information and then the ambassador's just like hey no we're going there it's my mission i have I'm the to captain. do this yeah i'm I'm the, I'm, I'm the captain now bitch and so and because of his diplomatic mission he gets power over the ship um and he gives kirk the direct order that he's going to go there and there is something Carrie and I didn't notice in this scene originally because we hadn't watched it twice yet, is that we have a new yeoman. Is that what oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeoman. Yeah. It's yeoman Tamara. Yeah. She is this beautiful Asian woman who has very few lines. She's very like she seems like like the Aubrey Plaza of yeomans. Yeah. She like, has few lines. And less facial expression. Just like, just this, just like face of unimpressed. I'm yeah. here. Complete disinterest in everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Even when she is being put into there again, this is a uh, spoilers. She's put into a very, um, you're in, you're, you have to do this thing. Her face never changes. Like, yeah. I, I feel like she is internally studying so hard on the things she has to say eventually that she can't make facial expressions it to me it read like she was just so 
un like not nonplussed is that the word I'm looking for? Yes, like it is. Like there's no I, emotion. There's none at all. Uh, and it's not even like that she can't she create even, emotion. She doesn't she, even twitch an she, eyebrow this entire she, episode. She gives zero fucks about yep. what's about to happen to her. And even in the background of this scene, she's just standing there in her like red dress. Yep. Just completely no shits to give. Like Non-popped. I I kind of love her. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah, uh, when we watched through this current time two hours ago or whatever it was, she was like, watch. I now have, I know my ranks. I know my favorite Star Trek ranks. Yeah. With a, a pretty solid lead. Spock, yeah. Spock is absolutely in there. Um, Gotti and Sulu are pretty tied yeah. for how cool they are. And then uh-huh. Tamara. Yeah, she's just so good. <laughs> like, I think she was funnier than ever. She's just, okay, we'll, we'll move yeah. on. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> we even, we're not even to the intro yet. God damn it. Um, we... The guy leaves. The ambassador has left now and Spock comes in and he's talking to Kirk and he's discussing this planet. He's like, I hope that they're peaceful. And it's all like a really, he he talks about how like we've lost another ship here before. Um, Don't. Yeah. Don't stick your dick in crazy is what Spock's like. Hey. (laughs) Spock tries to warn us, but Kirk well, it's not Kirk's fault. The ambassador sticks his dick in crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This the ambassador yeah. definitely like he's got a hard on for crazy. He, he does. is horny for crazy. He's because... horny to get his mission completed, and his yeah. mission is to fuck crazy. And seriously, Spock the whole time is just like, "Don't put your dick in it." And the guy's yeah. like, "I gotta put my dick in it." But I wanna. And later, Scotty's like, "Scotty's like, don't do it." And the guy's just like, "I don't think I'm gonna." Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> don't put your dick in crazy, no, but I gotta. But I'm gonna do it. Yeah. We we have an intro here, and we go into a captain's log. We're in orbit of this planet. Uh, their orders are clearly diplomatic, and they they have to finish this mission at all costs. Like they need a diplomatic solution with this planet that they are visiting. It's who they super know. important that they're super friends with us. Be friends. And we're all going to be friends, and it's yeah. super important, and just do it. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why we can't will I... find out why. We will find <laughs> yeah. out why. It's good that I don't know any other words to that song. <laughs> from why can't we be friends? I'm glad you you knew those words. That was Done. important. Done. Good. Uh, <laughs> Spock is discussing basically what we know about this area and this planet like he says that they they've had space flight possibilities for several centuries but they've never traveled outside their solar system pretty similar to i think where we're going to be at fairly soon and yeah also discusses how they have been in like war like last time we had talked with them because i guess we've made contact with them before prior to the ship that was lost yeah. But um, at that time, we knew that they were in some sort of conflict with another planet in their solar system. It had been for centuries. It had been for centuries. 
So this is this is not like a new conflict. That yeah, we're... This is not first contact. No, we're not like, we're it's poking technical. at it again. We're just yeah. trying to like. Poke we're trying to again. basically, I think maybe bring these people into the Federation because we know that they're advanced, um, so that we can use this area for some sort of gain to us or whatever. It doesn't. It's not so important but that sounds so fucking american it has to be true it's probably true the uh ship that was lost is called the uss valiant i wrote it down doesn't fucking matter no it really doesn't it never comes up again so many Uh, details don't matter in this show (laughs) i write them down the first time because i'm like baby this will come into play (laughs) no it doesn't it never matters (laughs) Um, so Kirk decides that he's going down there alone, which the ambassador is not a fan of. He's like, hey, this is my mission. I need to complete this. Um, yeah, I'm going to finish to completion, not you. Yeah, I'm putting my dick in crazy, not you, Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. I put my dick in crazy. You don't get the payoff. Yeah. And, uh... And Kirk's like, no, like right now, technically I'm in charge still. I'm going down there. I'll figure it out. And they're scanning the planet or maybe the planet's scanning them. Someone's scanning something, but no action's being taken. So like the planet, I think is maybe expecting them to beam down and they're not like stopping them in any way, aside from having sent them the code 710 saying like, you just don't fucking come here. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, they they definitely are expecting them because the next thing that we see, we're on the planet and there's this beautiful blonde with very what pretty. we're calling white walker eyes. She has very blue eyes and she's yeah. very, very thin and wearing yes. literally a piece of material <laughs> that goes over one boob over her shoulder and then around and then wraps around the other boob it's like a like a wrap bra over yeah and leggings. then down and some yeah. leggings some or leggings. stockings like real thick tights yeah um and she's like this is where we're gonna meet them yeah okay so this is actually interesting so technically we did miss that scotty is put in charge of the enterprise before kirk beams down oh that's right. the only important thing to note because it kind of comes into play later but like we see this like fancy future city that like kind of looks like future seattle probably yeah it did Uh, it looked like seattle in the future like that's what it wants to be yeah but everything's on fire like if we had a space needle for every other building yeah that's what it would be and (sighs) Then she comes out and she she's looking at this is what confused me. She's looking at like a yard with some like statues in it and things like that. It's like a garden almost. Well, they can't buy a statue. Well, yeah, but they're not on grass. So like she says, this is where they're gonna beam down, and then they beam they're, down in a room with a statue. Accuracy, but they were pretty close. <laughs> Maybe in a like a room near the garden. Yeah, it's like we were <laughs> almost there. We almost yeah. got it. So they they beam down next to another statue, which it was it was just confusing to me because she's definitely outside and then they're inside. 
and they're looking around and she comes back and she, well, she comes to wherever they have beamed down to. Yeah, and her and the three dudes that she's talk with. About, talk about what the guys are wearing? I think so. I know that you made a note later about the jumpsuits, but yeah, I didn't this, is when, this is when we are first introduced to the jumpsuit. So I think this is probably the time to talk, to talk about the jumpsuits. About, yeah, because yeah. the, the men also have a very interesting wardrobe. Women brightly colored weird wrap things over leggings but the men oh do you want to talk about it you want me to i i don't it's it's like the 70s disco shape yeah but one leg is black and the other is a different color and it crisscrosses in the middle and then but the color something like the black is all solid the color yeah. portion loops over the shoulder and then buttons in the back. The back. So it's what I, so much. Yeah. What I think it might be is I think they're wearing like a black shirt and black pants. And I think that's like their wardrobe. And then they literally have one pant leg with like a strap. So they put that one pant leg on and then they throw the strap over their shoulder and button it in the back. So it like they but they throw it over the opposite shoulder. So it like is crisscross. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's definitely crisscross applesauce. It's yeah, it's so and, stupid. And they have these condom hats on that are like condom hats. Oh they're like God. swimmers caps, but with but roomier, and so it comes up in like a a tripod somehow. Like yeah, there's a lot of space at the top that they make pointy. It's like when you put a condom on and you have to leave the space in the top for, yeah. you know. But then, like, you used four fingers. And but instead of having one tip, it's four. Yeah, it's it's a lot of tips. It's so, it's so weird. So weird. It's, a, it's definitely alien to me. It's not what I would have expected. So, we have those crazy outfits. And... Then they meet up with her, and this woman in the in the one in the beautiful wrap that's she's very thin, she's very blonde, she's very very blue eyed like a White Walker. Yeah. She introduces herself as Maya Three, and congratulates Kirk on something. I don't. I guess getting down there and not dying. Um. And he says yeah, that he, he was, she basically congratulates him like, "Hey, good job getting here." Well and then done. he's like, yeah, uh, you guys didn't make it super cool. And she was like, yeah, because uh, before before this, actually, she says to her buddies, we're going to treat them very congenially. We're going to be super cool with them. It's the least we can do. We have it's the moral thing to do. Be super nice to these guys. Yeah. Hope for the best. And then she meets Kirk and she's like, hey, good job. You're made it here awesome here, um guess. let's I, see what happens now <laughs> yeah yeah and she was like i we told you not to come but yeah. didn't anyhow and so now i have to be nice to you yeah and she makes it very clear that she's not happy yeah and he says well you know i was i 
was ordered to come here. I don't see any danger in me being here. And she's like, well, the danger is real. It definitely exists. And we told you not to be here. So they walk together and she's taking him to what she calls the Council of Seven. And they do their introductions to these like seven old men, old white men, I feel like should definitely be. Oh, out yeah. Here. No, they're absolutely just old white dudes. Old white dudes sitting at a table, like in charge of this entire planet of people that, I mean, maybe they're all white. All the ones we ever see are white, maybe. And um, 60s. Could even maybe. envision a woman could be in your council of seven. Yeah, no, or person of color of any sort just just all white people all white dudes let's care about their opinions yeah if we care about their if they get to make literally life and death choices yeah people let's care let's cater to their opinions i think that's even more accurate let's cater to them the old white dudes yes and we meet the council and they start discussing like what's going on and these diplomatic relations they want to establish and he's the the guy the leader of the council of seven who i i seriously i don't know him from anything i checked imdb but he looks like a shakespearean actor like he yeah. just has that air if you take Sir Patrick Stewart out of your Shakespeare reference and then just put like a like nondescript face into who is in a Shakespeare play it's that guy's face he he would have made like a great like Richard the third we are at the council of seven trying to establish diplomatic relations and um the guy there that looks like he would have made an amazing Richard the third he says that these they cannot do they cannot establish diplomatic relations right now because they are in the middle of like a war that's been going on for 500 years and he says this is with the third planet in our solar system which i think is maybe not a coincidence yeah we're not being subtle anymore (laughs) (laughs) we gave up subtlety after third planet in our solar system rape and stuff and yeah after con happened we gave up subtlety altogether. We're just not even fucking around. Yeah, anymore. now we're just like third planet in the solar system. Definitely very violent. Been at war. <laughs> yeah, that one sucks. Yeah, they're terrible. And Kirk is—he's confused. He's like, I don't see like your civilization is peaceful and beautiful, and I don't see any signs of war. Like none of this makes sense. Uh, yeah, y'all, you're cool. Yeah, everything Everything looks cool. It's like super chill. And then at this time, we get some alarms and they're like, they're attacking, they're attacking. Literally nothing is happening except that people are like, hey, they're attacking. And there's. Look at some screens. Yeah, they look at a screen. This room with that has a bunch of screens, and we're looking at a screen, and they're like, "Oh, we're they're attacking, they're attacking," and a big white oval smashes onto a computer screen. Screen. It looks like a map of like Great Britain, almost. Yeah. Like it, it's it's not. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what they were going for with that. And Kirk's like, "Shouldn't we take shelter?" 
and uh, Maya is basically like, there, there's no shelter to take. This is just, we, you know, they've hit directly on the city. There's that big light on the board that Carrie was talking about. Yeah. Um, and at this time, Spock's like, hey, Yeoman Tamara, like, can you, like, do some readings and look for anything? And she's not getting any readings. Like, any kind of disturbances at all? Is there any seismic disturbance? Is there any, like, Fusion nuclear? Yeah, like, anything. It, anything weird? No. And so they, they call Scotty, and Scotty also says, I don't see any any readings as well. Like, we're not picking up. There's no sign of any distress on this planet. And then another light lights up on this board. Um, and so here's the thing. If that is a map, and that light is indicating where a bomb was, it takes up most of what would have been their civilization. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a big circle it was a big oval it was fucking it was a hardcore yeah he's saying that this war that they have kills like millions of people on their planet every year one to three million people every one to three million people every year and at this point they're under attack and all these people are dying and there's no sign of it here and Kirk points that out. He's like, but nothing's happened. Like, is this some sort of game? And the guy, the guy that looks like Richard III, he has a name. Anon Seven, I think might be his name. Anon. Anon Seven. Anonymous. Yeah, Anon. He's part of Anon. Anon Seven. He says, this is this is no game. We need to immediately uh, figure out a counterattack. And he starts talking to his people. Um, and Spock notices that they are fighting this war with computers. And he says, the Anon 7 guy says, like, this many people need to report to disintegration. So basically what they're doing is they're fighting the war with computers and then they're just killing the amount of people who would have died in that attack. So nothing actually yeah. happens to their equipment to their resources nothing like yeah. that nothing bad actually happens except for a bunch of people essentially for- euthanize themselves willingly and like i'm not going to call any form of warfare ethical i'm not going to do that but i i've been watching a lot of west wing lately and they're in the first season they talk a lot about a proportional response so like, they shot down one of our airplanes, so we're going to attack, like, this naval base where, and, like, the usually the point of a proportional response is to avoid civilian casualties, right? That's the goal, is, yeah. like, we'll get rid of their resources, and we'll, we'll inconvenience them in this way, but we won't kill, hopefully, people who didn't sign up to die for their country, like, that's... Or just to to die, like yeah. you're not supposed to volunteer for war to die. Like to it's, die. Not, it's not the point. No, it would. I mean, ideally, not what we're going for. And I understand that that's that's not how everything works in a perfect. Well, I guess it would be how it works in a perfect world, and this is not a perfect world. But this is a, this is like an extra step into worse. This is we're going to keep our 
uh, technology and our resources moving forward, but we're just going to kill the amount of people that would have died peacefully. That's it, it is really sucky. It's, it's sarcastic. A, it's worse, but I, I also want to like. I just realized this now. Like this at this point, we were a bit into Vietnam, where American soldiers were definitely just dying constantly, like a so much. But I'm pretty sure. That this episode ha- was like, oh, but so many people are dying. And they were like trying to like drop this futuristic ideal of war. And they were like, well, no, that's really fucked up. Um, but they were like, but so this is many awesome. people dying in Vietnam. And it's so much more fucked up to have people die than stuff die. Than re- resources, I guess. Yeah, resources. Yeah, which is well, like, I, I feel like they were trying to, like, encapsulate the Vietnam War. Even It wasn't over, but we're like, no, yeah. like, like I, wish, I feel like they were probably trying to make some kind of allegory that was representative of current times without outright saying it. Definitely. That was saying. a fucked up one, too. Yeah, that's not a good war. The, the point is, they were probably trying to be like, you know, if we were more evolved, we would, it would just kill people. Yeah, or like maybe they're maybe they're trying to argue two sides of a debate here. Like this is, it's like peace isn't an option. Pretend like peace is off the table. Okay, yeah, it's off the table. <laughs> if you have to fight a war, yeah, is it better to do it this way? And just kill people and keep your resources and progress your society or to like fight like with everything into oblivion. Yeah, just blow everything up. But like maybe you're not killing as many people. Yeah. Or I think their I think their idea is all of these people would have died, but we get to keep our resources. But it's still not good. Yeah, no, but they never work to a solution at any no. point. Are these two 500 years they've been blowing people up and making people kill themselves with keeping their progression, but yeah. there's no like consequence to it. There's no actual like other than all the people that die. And I think that's like sort of the point is in this society, human value has very little value. You are a thing that died, and you yeah. put yourself into the machine, and you disintegrate yourself, and you die. That's what you do. Yeah, but I mean, later on, uh, Maya, she does say, like, my life means as much to you as yours does, or as much to me as yours does to you. Yeah. So, like, we know it still matters to them, and at and we'll go back to having this conversation about how they fight war or wage war. And Spock says that he, there is some form of logic to it. And the guy says, I'm glad you approve. And Spock has this great line where he's like, no, I do not approve. Yeah. I never said that. Yeah. bitch. He, mm-hmm. I said, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> like, that is not the same fucking thing. Don't you clock no. for approval. No, because Spock would never approve of this. Spock's no. fucking just amazing. for the record, 
Spock has several amazing lines Good in this show. Lines. Spock actually makes this show worth watching. He really does. Like, and in, in this episode in particular, he he actually gets like a little. I don't want to say snarky because it's not necessarily snarky, but he he definitely is like getting a little more character, which I it, do enjoy. It's humory. It's humory. Yeah. It's He's, he made me giggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's so good. Yeah. yeah, so. And then, so while they're discussing how they wage war, the guy's just like, we did warn you not to come here. And just so you know, because you're here, your starship was targeted and they need to report to be disintegrated. Like yeah, they're all dead. Yeah. Hey, and you're all dead. You're so all dead. Your people well, actually, have to. Go down and die. Yeah, everybody, everybody from the Enterprise needs to report yeah. down to die. Uh, but the people on the planet actually weren't part of the casualties. It was just a ship. So and they this, keep in this, like, so they target the planet. We saw the white bloop bloop. Yeah. Ooh, you know what it was? I just remember, I realized this. So they did the white bloop bloop, the first one we saw. And yeah. the oval was the planet dying and then they showed it later and it was like blue in the background and that was the enterprise being targeted and exploded yeah so that's how they knew like there were all the people on the planet are still dead quote unquote well not all of them but yeah like a certain amount of people it was like 500,000 people were dead and they all had to report to dead zone and then the other planet had targeted the Starship Enterprise, and they were all, quote-unquote, dead. And so they had to go down to the planet and go die. That's a plan, at least. That's what they want. I mean, and, that's, that's what's happening. Well, it's not what happens, though. That's just what they said. Like, you'll report down to the planet to disintegrate, and we're keeping you in custody until that happens. We get a captain's log where Kirk goes over everything we've just gone through. And yeah. uh Maya, boring. Yeah, Maya comes back. There's no point in going over it. We kind of yeah. have it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um and she's talking about how this is their duty, like to their planet to keep progress going. This is what they have to do. And Kirk's just like, this is not like a duty like do you do you not care and this is where she she says the really good line she said uh my life is as dear to me as yours is to you but i'm doing this for everyone like this is for this is to make the world better for everyone um and kirk says there has to be a better way and she's just like this is just how it's been it's been 500 fucking years 500 years dude So Fuck here's off I, with the new bullshit. Yeah. Here's what I don't get is like she she is one of the casualties. So she's supposed to go report for disintegration by the next day or whatever. Yep. But she was with Kirk and everyone else. Like I but I think I think her house was in that oh, sector that okay. blowed up. That was my guess. Is like she was like or maybe it's a lottery, like they pull 500 names from a lottery. I mean, yeah, it definitely could be. I, I kind of took it as she lived, because remember when it looped the white oval, she was mm-hmm. like, <gasps> like she gasped, like she was really yeah. 
taken aback. And I think it's because like that was her block. That's okay. what I assumed. She, she so they were like, oh, was, you're dead. Yeah. She said it was in the city. So yeah. it's it's never clear exactly how they pick who is a casualty and who isn't. Um, but he, she asked them, she's like, this is what's happening. I'm going to go report to die before tomorrow. Do you need anything else? <laughs> like, it's a really <laughs> weird. I'm going to go die. Do you guys like what some onions or something? I just, gonna, you know, I, I've got like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I'm going to die. So I, if you want some Funyuns, now's the time. Yeah. Do you need a Fresca? Anything? Yeah. Anything I can get you? Yeah. Um, and Kirk says, I need to speak to Anne on seven. She leaves. We go back to the Enterprise. And this is like Bones is just, he's just mad all over again. Bones, Bones sucks now. He has not ever been oh, not sucky. He's just so, like, Wow, now we're mad about this dumb thing that I don't really stand behind or care about. But dude, fuck he's, you. He's so stupid. It, like It's frustrating how they ruined that character. Yeah, he's like the angry old man shaking his fist in the yard about kids on his lawn. But it's about anything about well, the he, show. He feels so strongly. When he's expressing his opinions, but then something happens and he blames it on everyone else. <laughs> like, yeah. so he's the worst. Well, no, really Kirk's is. the worst. Bones, and then Bones. Solid second worst, though. Solid like, second worst. Solid. He, he is so mad. They haven't heard anything. Um, and he's like, are you going to do anything about this? And Scotty's like, what exactly do you want me to do? <laughs> like, I yeah, um, haven't heard from them. I'm doing my best. Like, I don't understand. Like, what do you, what do you suggest? And yeah. Bones is just like, well, I'm just a doctor. And it's like, I'm... I'm That's so even worse. He's like, can't you fucking fix it? And they're like, well, no. I can't, uh, I'm yeah. doing everything that I could do. Um, yeah. What, what do you think should happen? He's like, well, I don't know. That's not my job. I'm just a doctor. God, he's so stupid. I did make a note here because we've been talking a lot about eye color. Scotty has brown eyes, and I really like them. Like I, he's he's a very peaceful looking human. Yeah, he has like the yellowy brown eyes, and not like they're not like dark dark brown. They're like an no. amber 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 brown. Like amber was the color of her name. The color, the color of her name, or whatever the song is. I don't remember. Amber was the color of her something. <laughs> I don't know. Amber was the color of Scotty's eyes. <laughs> Scotty's eyes. Yeah, they're very nice. He has darker hair than he does his eye color. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Um, but they're they're very they're soothing eyes. They're very yeah. like in your eyes. In your eyes. They're, like they're nice. They're they're comforting. Yeah. They're comforting. Brown eyed Scotty. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he has a brown eyed Scotty. He's my brown eyed Scotty. Um Mama! Brown eyed Scotty. Brown eyed Scotty. He is I, I like Scotty. Like Scotty has never upset me. He's he's on the same level as Sulu. Like you yeah. guys are just doing me... suck. 
These just suck. It's all you have to do is not suck. It's such uh, a low bar. <laughs> just <laughs> such a low bar. Just don't suck. Suck less. Scotty doesn't suck. Um, they get a call from what sounds like Kirk if Kirk had no inflection in his voice whatsoever. And he's like, everything's great. Everything's Everything wonderful. is great. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Every, everything's Down awesome. All of you. Turn. <laughs> yes. yes, please. Yes. Also, please beam down to everybody on the ship. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> they are going to give us such happy memories. Everybody, beam down. All and, sure leave. All yeah, sure leave. Done. Like, wait, Good times. Buddy, you just you want everybody to beam down? And he's like, yes, everybody beam down. Everyone, everyone, please beam everybody. down. There's no no personnel on ship. And Scotty's like, what? That is fucking crazy. You never Aww. leave a starship unattended. Why would Kirk say that? Yeah, Scotty never says, he just says, yep, aye aye, Captain. And then when he hangs up, he's just like, well, what do you think, Bones? Because like, it's obviously. It's the bullshit button. He's like, bullshit. bad news. <laughs> yeah, Scotty is, Scotty is on to them. That's literally what my note says. Scotty's on to them. Yeah, bullshit. And he, he references the Enterprise computer and he says, hey, analyze that voice call that we got and they're like yeah that like negative that was definitely not Kirk it's some sort of voice altering thing it was absolutely bullshit that was total bullshit Scotty good call that's bullshit Scotty's brilliant and then we go to we go back down to the planet can I pause for just a second Sarah yeah I I'm going to be so sad if ever we have to hate Scotty because you are now building Scotty into the bones that you knew before we watched the show. So, Scotty, we don't know what's going to happen. But if you end up being a garbage human like Bones did, you're actually going to break a heart. I I can't take it again after Bones. Like, I lost Bones. Can I lose Scotty, too? Like... Can you hold on to Spock? Can you hold, w- hold on to one more Spock? Spock. <laughs> hold on to one more Spock. <laughs> okay. All right. I know that there's Spock. <laughs> I know that there's Spock. But yeah. you gotta hold on Spock. Yeah. Break oh, me from the bones. Yeah. Break me from the bones. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Moving on. Scotty's <laughs> never gonna betray me. Can't happen. Uh That's we bad. are in we are down on the planet. There's Kirk and Spock. Um, and they are discussing like this plan to get out of like like they're they're being held until everybody from the Enterprise beams down and kills themselves. <laughs> Yeah, which really seems, dumb room. When you say it that way, it seems ridiculous. <laughs> but, oh, this show is dumb. I know. So they're <laughs> they're trying to break out of this room, and Kirk's like, "Hey, can you do this crazy thing?" And Spock's no. like, "It might work." No, he's like, "Hey, 
Spock, I know your species has some telepathic abilities. I've heard about it. Could you try to telepathy this guy into getting us out of this room? And Spock's like, well, I don't know, but I'll do my best. And so Spock literally feels the walls. Caress it? Yeah, it, it is definitely like a massage. It's like he is like, but he doesn't even start where the guard is. He starts on no. the other side of the door and he's got his like fingers. And he's like on tingling. It. He's <laughs> yeah. tingling the door. A- across the door. And then the it's, it's like, no, he's not there. I'll go onto the wall. I'm going to oh, finger tingle the wall. And then he <laughs> finds the guy and he just finger tingles real hard. And then we. Go to the guy on this side of the wall who's just some dude who's just like with a oh. condom hat. He has the condom hat on. Yep. Sucked in. Pointed yep. tip. Yeah. Um, condom hat. And the, the dude is just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, I gotta I just, go this way. I gotta oh. like just scoot on over here to open the All door. All I wanna do is zoom a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. I'll open your door. exactly and i think that's also if we could just bring another genre in here i think this does make spock the master of puppets like he is actually he's he's definitely turning a page yeah like it's so weird because he's He's like we've never before this like we've talked about how spock can kind of like get into psyches but we've never once been like, oh, also he can mind control people. Okay, and here's the thing. Is there are Vulcans later on in Star Trek. And I can't think of a situation where they mind control. Aside from oh. a Vulcan mind meld. Oh, no. that and But, that, I mean, the Vulcan mind meld is a big deal. And it's yeah. super intimate. Like, it is you something to, like, that... Vulcans are super resistant to do because of their upbringing. Like they don't want to get the sort of vulnerability. 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 (laughs) They don't like it. It's it's a very terrible and comfortable experience. Spock is just like finger touching the walls and being like, "Oh no, no, found him. I got him. He's right here." Yeah, it's, it's, it's so all, weird. It is strange. Like it doesn't it's make any sense. Nothing we've ever known before. Um, he he does get the guy to open the door. Um, and then Kirk like attacks him, and there's a muscle tussle, and we then move. Everybody just starts wandering the hallways, and we should talk about the hallways because I do. I think they're quite spectacular. They're very. <laughs> They are what the guy in props who had not been paid attention to, or set building. It's a set builder. He has never been listened to before, and he was like, fuck you. We are going to have four layers. They're going to have different colors. They're going to have hexagons. And fuck you. If you don't give me what I want, I'm not doing this. They're not just colors either. They are like pinks, purples, reds, yellow, like and blue, and it's like it's like a holographic rainbow of colors yeah. on the wall. Seriously, this guy had a vision in his head, and he was like, "If you won't, 
Like they had backlighting in their backlighting. The guy was seriously ahead of his time. Shivers. You, if you don't want this, you're wrong. It's beautiful. I have it's... never asked for anything. I gave you. You wanted dicks for stalactites. I gave you. I dicks gave you that. I gave you. I didn't that. want to, but I did. But I hated it. <laughs> Every second of it. I gave you everything you wanted. I want one thing. I want a purple wall and then I want it to be backlit with a red wall and I want that to be backlit with a green wall and I want that to be back. Like I want a hallway and it's pink. And Fuck colors. You. All the yeah. colors. And shimmers. Yeah. I want, I want angles and I want my shimmers. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? Okay. We're yeah. on an alien planet where apparently you just <laughs> die for being a human. You get your, yeah. you, you get it. Yes. And Enjoy. as we are sneaking down this hallway, we get They're not actually, they're just kind of yeah. walking. And then they, they, are walking. They, see, they, they just see people. Yes. And we should talk about, so the, the wardrobe the first time we watched this didn't, really strike me too much but the second time carrie put out she's like what are these people wearing it's like fuchsia and yellow they were vibrant with the condom hats condom hats shiny everything was kind of like shiny and bright it was and all of the women yeah all the women were in the the wrap thing that went over like one boob and then around and like a sash um, and yeah. all of the men were in that weird, it's a pantsuit, is like all I could think of when I think yeah, of what they were wearing. Pantsuit. It's a pantsuit. <laughs> oh, so it's terrible. Yeah, it's so. It was, they, like, we see these guys in front of this, like, sort of, like. Revolving door. Miracle. Yeah, it's it's like a revolving door. And they're just all hanging out. You know, whatever. It's yeah. cool. They are putting people in the door, and then it turns, and we get this flashy light, and then the person disintegrates, basically. Um, and as like more people are approaching, one of the people is May Three or Matt. What do we call her? Maya. Maya. Maya Three. I think it's Maya. Maya Three is one of those people, and Kirk grabs her, and then Spock walks up to the guard. This is like. Probably the best part. This is like solidifying my love for Spock. I want to say this is actually the best scene that has happened in this show so far. It's it's not a high bar, but it is so good. It's because like we don't know Spock is having like a lot of personality yet. I mean, he walks up to the guard and he puts his hand on the guard's shoulder and he says. Um, excuse me, you have a multi-legged creature on your shoulder. And when the guy looks over, he does like the, <laughs> the fucking death grip, as we call it. Yeah. Lovingly. And as the we... guy like falls down and it's something yeah. like, uh, you have a multi-legged creature on your shoulder. He pranks him. He fucking yeah. pranks him. Like the guy like... falls for it. He like looks over. He's like, yeah. what? You get a what? I and have what on my shoulder? It's just Spock. Knocking him unconscious. Oh my god. That was honestly so far the best scene of the entire show. 
it so was good. beautiful and it was unexpected because again oh, yeah. like sarah said we've not gotten like a ton of personality out of Spock yeah. at all but we got like humor and we got i don't know just that whole scene like he has he, he, he was doing humor yeah. and that was really funny he- he had to use his humor in a way that also benefited them. So there's still a logic behind his humor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I might be giving the writers too much credit for, but that's what I saw. He was like, I'm going to use humor to distract this guy. And it's so good. Oh, it's so good. And then uh, Kirk shoots the disintegrator. As I wrote, he disintegrates the disintegrator. He does. He yeah. well, he's he has one of the other weapons, and they he's call just him like, uh, resistor. What's it's interesting about the resistors is they don't have any like the um, weapons that they use. The phasers they always yeah. have like a laser beam shooting. This yeah. actually had nothing. It like he hit the button. And there was no like light or visual cue that was like yeah. this is killing shit. It just was like, and then it yeah. made sparks fly. The disintegrator disintegrated. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's yeah because it's a resistor. It's not a phaser. Something's different. And then we go on to the council, and they're like, "Okay, well, we just got news that one of our disintegrators is down. This is really bad. We need to find these people who have escaped." Um, and we need to destroy their ship. Like, this is all not going according to plan, and we're gonna yeah, get first of all, those fuckers were supposed to be dead, they're supposed to be dying. Yeah, uh, they're resisting, so they're clearly not gonna die. Yeah, uh, so we gotta get those bitches down. We gotta get yeah. those bitches dead. I don't, I don't know how, like, apparently, they report the numbers of people who have died to the other planet so they know that they're keeping their end yes. of the bargain? I assume that the disintegrators can do that because, like, even a garbage... Co- My washing machine tells me when it needs to be cleaned because it's done too many loads. So I assume it's all just computers. Yeah, but, like, they would have to have agreed on a programmer for that. And, like... Within our own country, we have people who think that our voting system is incorrect. Like, could could you have, uh, we killed these guys, I swear, our programmers say we did. <laughs> like, Sarah, you're thinking way too <laughs> smart here. <laughs> Just I find it interesting. I swear we killed these people, I promise. Um, I, I think it's supposed to be like some sort of system that both parties agreed on. A yeah. while ago, like and maybe I don't know, two hundred years ago, they all agreed on a system, which was to like I I mean maybe they had like both of their programmers working together to I like know. it's fucking stupid. This show yeah. is garbage. But they're they're getting worried basically because they haven't killed enough people for the attack that happened earlier. And at yeah, this they point, no, they know at this point they're like, oh shit. Numbers aren't counting. They're not tallying. We're in trouble. Uh, We get something which might be my new favorite thing. And if it never happens again, that's going to be really sad to me. It's a Scotty log, as I call it. It's the Scotty log. Scotty log. It's my favorite kind of log. Um, He says that Kirk and the party that are down on the planet are overdue and they're missing. 
and he's kind of explaining everything we already know, but all that matters is is that I wish that Scotty was the captain because he's yeah, it's just Scotty being like, ooh, shit is not cool, and yeah. also I'm not hyper masculine or yeah. super insecure. I just am talking about things. Yeah, he's just explaining what's going on. Uh, they start talking about uh, they're getting some sort of sensor reading where they they find out that they're being attacked, and Scotty's basically just like, "Yeah, I I noticed that we're being attacked, guys. Thank you." Um, and it's with like these sonic vibrations, and it's a very good thing that they have their screens up, or they would have gone down at this point. But that's all that saved them was that they have their screens up. And Bones is like, oh, these people are not friendly. Which, by the way, duh, Bones. We noticed when they attacked us. Yeah. I'm so mad at Bones. Like, he's just so stupid. Um, he just doesn't get better. No. They, they have a whole discussion about how their goal now is to find and get the crew that's on the planet out alive. Like, that's what they need to do, right? Which is fair. That's a good yeah, goal. It's a good goal. And Scotty points out, like, I would love to do that. But this is a very, like, it's a big planet. Like, I don't just know where they are automatically, which doesn't make yeah. sense because they do have their, like, little buttons, their little guys. Yeah. But if, they're, if their shields are up, maybe they can't read the maybe button. Maybe they can't. And they have to leave their shields up. And so this is where we come into the next storyline. The ambassador comes out and he says, we are not fighting these people. I am going down there and I'm going to discuss with them. This is obviously some sort of misunderstanding. I have to figure out what's going on. And this is, I've, I've written a lot of notes I'm very proud of. But my note here is, Scotty, Scotty says that they started it. <laughs> And the ambassador says, I don't care who started it. I'm going to end it. And that was basically their conversation. Yeah. It didn't say those things, but that's no. essentially what it was. So we left off at the ambassador and Scotty fighting over what's going to happen here. And the ambassador is fairly certain this is a clear misunderstanding. And Scotty's like... I just don't think it is. But we go back down to the planet at this point. And Maya is saying that she she really needs to report to the disintegrator. It's her job. It's her duty. She got to go die. She has to. And Kirk's like, are you that eager to die? And she's like, this is just what we do. It's just how it works. And... Fox says that they have one of the communicators from the guys that they took down and they're going to try and get it to talk to the Enterprise. And Kirk is basically saying he's, he's talking to Maya even more. And he's like, how can you be like this fond of war? And She's like, I'm not fond of war. It's just what we've been doing. And they have this ridiculous argument that doesn't matter. And Kirk's like, I am just trying to stop the killing. And for some reason, she believes him. Probably because he's like the handsome hero or whatever. But she also... yeah, She's trying to point out, like, we, this is, we're not doing this lightly. Yeah. This has she's, been you. Yeah, this is just how it is. Um... 
we then change scenes to back to the council and they're talking about how their time is running out and this is a grave crisis. And the ambassador calls up to the ship. Well, actually, I think the ambassador calls down and the council answers and they're just like, oh, thank goodness. Like, we're going to figure this out. And so Ahura has opened a channel between these two people and they're talking about how they want to be friends. And the ambassador's just like, well, if you want to be friends, like, why did you attack us? That seems Yeah, we've been a dick bag. If y'all want to be cool, I'm trying to be cool. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it was just a mistake. I swear it was a mistake. If you come on down here. JK, JK. JK, JK. Put, put your screens down. Come on down. We'll let you meet Kirk. Everything's going to be good. And, and for real it's gonna be great guys it's gonna be so good uh and so they they have this discussion and the ambassador's like sweet absolutely 100% coming down let's be yep. friends so are we they, best friends now yep we best friend now? we're just best friends now and he ends the conversation with with this understanding that he's going to go down there and he's going to see Kirk and everything's going to be great. And he's just like, okay, well, you're going to immediately resume peaceful a peaceful status with these people. That's what he says to Scotty. And Scotty's just like, fuck no, I am not going to yeah. do that. <laughs> like, Scotty has exactly one line for the next four minutes and it is... I'm not putting my screens down. I'm not, not putting the screens down. I'm, I'm not, not going to do it. it. No. Fuck you. Nope. I'm not going to do you. it. The screens are staying up. And if I don't, like, I need to hear from Kirk or I'm not doing it. And Bones 100% is behind Scotty on this one. Except that once everything is all said and done and Scotty's like, I'm not going to put the screens down. And the ambassador goes away all sad and dejected. Bones is just like, well, this is all on you. <laughs> like, yeah. it's bad. He definitely backs him until he's like, but wait, there could be yeah. repercussions. Then he's yeah. like, well, this is... That's I think his, your- his, his, his exact line is, well, now you've done it, Scotty. And it's like, Bones, you were supporting him. <laughs> like, um, you were just you, like, yeah, Bones. You pushed him through that hard moment. <laughs> Of his and life, then, you well, gave him the backbone, and then you were like, "Well, that's your problem." Now you've done it. Now you've done God, it. God sucks, dude. Well, phone sucks. That's the one. That's the, yeah. That's the word I meant to say. I did, I did finish my second. Hey, you. You got some gin in you. I got some gin in me. You got some gin okay, in continue. So. Uh, Scotty basically is not going to do anything until he knows what happened to his captain. So what happened to the captain is a literal line. What happened to the captain? What happened to the captain? And it is definitely like, so this scene happened and then none of it matters. <laughs> like, like all of that happened. And then eventually, it hasn't happened yet, but eventually he beams down and there's no repercussions. Oh, we did miss a part. The point of the whole that whole scene was Scotty was like, I will not let my screens down to let you beam down because if I do, they can attack us. I will and not it, let it happen. It's yeah. he's so not possible. It won't happen. 
we have this argument. Well, and the other, yeah, the other thing that they say is like, as soon as, so in the background, it's Anon Seven and one of his guys, and he, I guess, is not on the radio at this time. But he says, as soon as their screens are down and they beam this guy down, we're going to attack. Like that is he set. He gives the order to a guy, yeah, like word for word. Yeah, and then eventually that guy's going to beam down, and no one attacks the ship, and it's never explained. Happens. It's him and some dude in a silver jumpsuit, which we actually never even talked about. Ooh, We've never seen him before. He's a fucking nobody. Yeah. But for some reason, later, that dude beams down somehow through the shields that Scotty swore to fucking Christ he wouldn't let down. So we then... Nonsensical. It is nonsensical. We go to a scene where... Uh, Anon Seven is in his room now. He's all by himself, and I was see... all by myself. I was all by myself. I was, I was thinking of you. Yeah. Oh yeah, did I mention? I, I was, was all by myself. myself. <laughs> are we singing the hidden track on a Green Day album right we now? Sure are. <laughs> That's what just happened. <laughs> so, well, we we one aged ourselves, and two are going to move on. <laughs> Uh, the he is in his room all by himself (laughs) and you see see Kirk sneaking up behind him and he's just like do you would you like a drink captain because he I guess knows that he's there and yeah he says I'm not here to drink you know because he's fucking Kirk and he's just gotta be all I'm not afraid yeah they have this whole conversation it's so stupid about how he's not afraid to use the disruptor that he has and the other guy calls him a barbarian and a killer and he's like that's our joint heritage isn't it and Kirk's just like well we're a little less cold-blooded and he he wants to know where his communicators are and the guy's just like well they're safe but if you really want to know where they are they're in and he's like Here's the other thing. While they're having this conversation, he's like pushing a little button to like, I guess, call people to him. Like a silent alarm. It's like a silent alarm kind of. Yeah. And so Perk's like, well, I need to know where my communicators are. And he says, okay, well, they are in, they're in the council room, which is just down the hall, take a left and then a right, and then like spin around in a circle and then jerk off, and then you're there. Do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. Exactly. That's where the communicators are. Boom. <laughs> so they, the, uh, Kirk like goes to. My notes here are not helpful at all. So Carrie and I were discussing how we should just sometimes read our notes because they don't make any sense. My no. notes literally say, statue, Kirk fingers guy at him. <laughs> no. So what happens is uh, they accurate. start going out of the room and there's two dudes outside well, of the room. It's before that. It's, oh. he's standing by the door and there's a statue in front of him, like in the foreground. And then Kirk does like this finger motion to Anon Seven. He's like, come here, like with his finger. 
He's like, come on over here. Come along. Come along, sir. And so Anon Seven like goes towards him and that's when he opens the door and Kirk like throws Anon Seven out into the two guys. That's what it's all about. (laughs) (laughs) We've done the hokey pokey. Um, And there's a muscle tussle. It's none of it matters. The most important part of the scene is that Kirk gets hit in the head with the disruptor like numerous times and he falls down and he actually loses this muscle tussle. It's two on one and he loses it. And I feel like that's important to point out that he fought two of them at once and definitely got his ass kicked and ends up stomach down on the ground, elbows in his back. He's like unconscious too. Like they they took the butt of their disruptor and smacked him on the back of the head with it a couple of times. Yeah. Like Kirk is down. And they drag him away. Yep. They take him off to the council. These guys, important to know, are also wearing head condoms. Yep. And the terrible like crisscross pantsuit thing. <laughs> That's uh, maybe outfit. maybe their pants won't stop because they're crisscross. They're crisscross. <laughs> maybe they're on backwards. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> they just won't stop. Maybe, maybe we don't know. How yeah. many how many genres do you think we can mention in this episode? All of them. Let's <laughs> keep going. Let's go. <laughs> There's gotta, be Britney, there's gotta be Britney Spears in here somewhere. Some sort of '90s pop. Um, Absolutely, we, could def- we can put either Toxic or Oops, I Did It Again somewhere in this. Yeah. I'm sure there's an Oops, I Did It Again. Uh, we so here is the part that doesn't make any sense. So now we have gone to Anon Seven is introducing himself to the Ambassador Fox, who is beamed down onto the planet, and he's like, "Hey." welcome and then he starts explaining to him how their casualties war work and and fox has his like sidekick dude bro and they just being down nonchalant like there's nothing we never went back to the starship enterprise to get what happened we have Uh no idea why but fox and silver bro are now in the new planet they're just there hanging out what's crazy is in order to beam down it's been mentioned in numerous episodes scotty would have had to have put the screens down and they were going to attack when that happened none of that happens he beams down you can't just secret your way like we've watched enough of this fucking garbage show to know that you can't just like hit a button on your chest and beam down oh. you have to go to the teleporter room and they and have to take the shields down so to beam he would have in. had to make the teleporter people whoever they are okay. they don't matter who yeah. cares but they would have had to directly disobey both kirk and scotty in order to yeah. follow the rules of this guy they well this guy's, te- this guy says he's technically in charge because he's he never an ambassador. To even make it a reality. Like, even, even if he talked into it, the shields still aren't down. But even if even if he talked them into taking the shields down and beaming him down, then the Enterprise would have been attacked. Because that's yeah. what the order the Anon gave. 
So I think this is a continuity error, which I think we could say that, oops, they did it. Did it again. They fucked with continuity. <laughs> Got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby, baby. baby. Oops, they think they're infallible. But yeah. they're not. It doesn't they're matter. They're patriarchy. <laughs> it's garbage. It's so stupid. Uh, how this guy got down there, no one knows, but he's fine. And he's like, he's so surprised that everybody on the ship is supposedly dead and a casualty of this war. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. What? Bitch. What? Bitch. 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 Slow. What? Excuse me? Yeah. And then the other guy's just like, yeah, sorry, bro. You're all dead. You're all dead. You're all going to die. And you actually, you need to report to a disintegrator because you're dead. Yeah, everybody's dead and you have to go die right now. And the guy's like, this is not diplomatic. This is I not know what we discussed. And yeah. it, it is nothing like this. Yeah. It's not diplomacy. <laughs> so we, where's my fruit basket? He is so confused. He didn't get a fruit basket. He got told Spock. To Spock has managed to get the communicators to work, and he's talking to the Enterprise. And uh, the Enterprise is like, whoa, Kirk's overdue. What's going on? And Spock's like, hey, don't come down here. If you come First down here, all, you all die. Don't. Don't. Just don't. Yeah. I don't um, care what you're hearing up top. <laughs> I'm down here, and I'm saying, stay the it. fuck away. Don't do and it. then, well, yeah. And then Scotty's like, "Well, Fox is already down there," and <laughs> it's it's. I wrote down Poppin' J Fox, which I'm sure made sense. Like that's what he ago. says. Poppin' J Fox already went down. Poppin' J Fox already went down. Um, oh. and so then, wait. At Spock- what point I might be. This might be what you're saying, or it might be coming, but at some point, somebody is like, hey, get the fuck out of here, Enterprise. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Work two. Um, I don't know that that's happened yet, but it, it does happen. It, it's, I think that's later on when that's a, a command that Kirk gives. And then they're just like, get the fuck out. Yeah. And But at this point, uh, Spock is going to go talk to Kirk about the information that he's just gotten from Scotty because he was able to get a hold of him. And he leaves the room and he... He gives Yeoman uh, Tamara, he gives her a task and he says, you need to keep uh, Maya 3 alive. And he, he says, you you can knock her down and sit on her if you have to. Like, just don't let her go kill herself. And I just, that was like the other, like, moment of funny. It was like, pretty hilarious. It was. Knock her down and sit on her if you have her. to. But don't let her kill herself. Don't let her go kill herself. Um, what kind of life is that, Doug? <laughs> like, you, know, you can do all kinds of things. You beautiful, vibrant life. But you really want to kill yourself. So I'm going to make this other woman do anything in her power to make you not kill yourself. It's even funnier when you imagine, like, a really monotone, unemotional 
petite Asian woman just sitting on this blonde woman, like not yeah, letting her. She has shown one facial expression this entire time and it's been mad about it. Yeah, she's <laughs> grumpy sitting on this white woman so she doesn't overreact and kill herself. Like, <laughs> Perfect. Beautiful. It's so good. Um, we then go to the ambassador getting ready to be disintegrated and Spock saves him and he blows up this disintegrator too. He, Spock is just blowing up disintegrators left and right. He's like, fuck this one, fuck that one. We're not going to do it. this. Yeah, um, fuck you, fuck you, double fuck you. Yeah, and exactly. He says, what are you doing here? And the guy's just like, uh, diplomacy. Like, that's why I was here. Did not work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He says, I I'm no soldier, but I can learn. And Spock is like, Well, that's good because we're gonna need all the help we can get. So they've basically joined forces at this point. And we go to this interrogation of the Council of Seven and Kirk. And this is where we're definitely coming up near the end here. Uh Kirk is just like, I I don't think any of this is right. I'm not going to agree with you. And they're just like, you don't understand. Like, we have fixed war. Like, this is a perfect system. And Kirk's just like, it's not perfect. You're killing us. Like, you call me a barbarian. But, like, yeah, this is bullshit. This is stupid. And so they, at this point, they've opened a channel to the Enterprise for some reason. And Scotty's like, Oh, hey, Captain, what's up? And Ca he's just like, um, in two hours, I need you to, like, do General Order 24. Like, he, like, yells it. And then he gets, like, pulled back down and Anon 7 jumps in. And this is, I think, I think that General Order 24 is what told the Enterprise to, like, leave. And... No, because they, they actually said, that it was earlier, I'm pretty sure earlier they were like, get the fuck out of here. Like, Scotty says, or Spock, I think when they're in that room, he's like, "Okay, get the fuck out of here. It's um, you can still communicate with us. Get out of their radar-ish. Okay. Yeah. That, that I does think that's sense. why it kind of works, because the other dudes apparently don't have any idea that they left. They think they're still like there. able to be killed, but yeah. they're not. Well, and it's that's, like a prank. It's a prank. Yeah, none of it. I mean, it does make sense at that point. So they are they're already out of range when yeah. Kirk tells them to do uh, in two hours to do General Order Twenty Four. Blast the fuck out of those fucks. Yeah, it's actually we're gonna talk about what it is when he explains it, but it's fucked up. Yep. Um, and so they're, they're holding Kirk down at this point, and if he, the guy, Anon Seven, I don't know why he thinks this is gonna work, but he's like, I need everybody on that ship to beam down so that we can kill them. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, just and then... Do it, dummy. Yeah, why wouldn't you just do that? I've already asked you to, like, four times. Could you just beam down here so I could kill you? Thank you. He's like, please and thank you. Yeah, please, please, and thank you. Exactly. And mm -hmm. uh, Kirk says, no, General Order 24 is basically, we're going to destroy this planet and fucking everyone on it. 
yeah. you're all going to die um and the enterprise is out of range for you to hit but, so i know like, i know my ship is too far away for you to do anything yeah we're Which just gonna kill know, you. by the way there's yeah. no reason kirk knows that but he magically just this all works out perfectly he I gave mean, maybe talk to spock somewhere like again i i think that because I, re- I remember spock being like get the fuck out scotty yeah. get out of range get the fuck out or maybe they had a conversation well, kirk doesn't know that, but kirk is like the captain of bluffing at this like he doesn't yeah. know remember i think that's why we thought that it would end a little bit differently than it did because yeah kirk is the captain of bluffing yeah, Carrie and I thought uh, the Order 24, we thought that was going to be, like, a bluff of some it, sort. It was fake. It is not a bluff. Spoilers. Spoiler. Not a bluff. That's a, a real bluff. thing. Like, Kirk was prepared to destroy this entire planet, all of the innocent people on it who have nothing to do with their yep. government. Like, he was willing to kill them all. And we to- waited until the very end for him to be like, <laughs> made it up. Made, but he never did. He never made never, it up. Never made it up. That's a real no. thing. So we're back in the pretty hallway, and there's like a bunch of muscle tussles, and it doesn't even. None of it even matters. Um, and we go back to, uh, Kirk in the room, and they have this whole conversation about how you can stop it, and they're. It's none of none of this matters. We go to Scotty and he calls back down. He's like, well, one hour and 45 minutes until we kill literally every city on your planet. So maybe you could stop the stupidness. Basically, Kirk gets on his high horse and he's like, hey, you realize just killing people is kind of stupid and you shouldn't just do that. And yeah. He really, like, what he ends up doing is making them face the atrocities of war. He make, he pushes the go button. Yet. We're not there yet. Come forward. Get there, Sarah. Okay. Okay, so, well, Kirk's still captured at this point. But what ends up happening is one guy walks by him for some reason. And Kirk trips that guy. And then he fights. And then he takes down, like, five people. Even though two people took him down last time. And Easily. He gets, he gets both of their guns. And so Kirk's getting there with double barreling at this point. Yeah. He is double barreling. We both got our fingers up with two guns here. <laughs> 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 that's what Kirk does. He's got a gun in each hand. And Spock walks in and he's like, Oh, I thought you were gonna need help. And Kirk's like, Nah, I got this under control. And so this is where they're talking with Scotty. And he says, If all goes well, you can beam us up in 15 minutes. If not, continue with. Uh, the order that I said and here's where he has this conversation and he's like I'm bringing war back to your planet basically yeah he's like you guys don't even remember what war feels like I'm gonna remind you I'm gonna remind you about like this and so I mean the monologue now that the episode's over makes a little bit more sense because he is he's making it sound like I'm giving you a gift of going back to actual war with these people. To war. Yeah. But then he says, or you could make peace. 
those are your options. So you can continue to fight, like, wage actual war and, like, with some dudes. Yeah. Or you could just talk about your feelings. Maybe figure it out. Like, why are you so mad? Like, why? And so, uh, (laughs) Spock gets on the computers and, like, he he just like immediately somehow understands how their computers work and oh destroy- yeah instantly he, just, he destroys they're, them all well he's they're in a room with like remember in the 60s when computers took up actual like <laughs> large spaces there's like five different computers they're all these different separate entities and spock's like hmm 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 that one is the main one Yes. We need to kill that one. If we destroy for, this one. For no fucking reason. There's no every, reason for him to believe that. It, this under- is so stupid. He, he just understands them immediately. Yeah. And so once they've exploded all of the computers in like yeah. this. They, carry- they like <laughs> one computer and then they all blow up. They all with sparks and smoke. They're not even linked. They're yeah. just in the same room. And that's when Kirk goes into his monologue, which is basically now you have to fight actual war with each other because we've destroyed your computers. So you can't tell them, I guess, how many people you've killed in yeah. regards. The dude freaks out. He was like, we can't yeah. respond now. We can't give them an answer. We can't yeah. tell them what they, and, he, and Kirk's like, well, Kirk, Kirk what are you going to do? He says, go make bombs. It's like a literal line. Go make bombs, fight them, or consider ending it peacefully by talking. And that's when the ambassador offers his services. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm an ambassador. Maybe I can help. And so they go to a long overdue like discussion about ending this war. And th- this is where we- we're getting to the end, the very, very end. Uh, they cancel order 24 or whatever it was to like kill everyone who didn't have anything to do with this oh good we're not gonna kill him nice uh we're on the bridge uh they get confirmation from the ambassador that outlook's hopeful for some sort of peaceful ending to this war so can we talk about this is 110 percent against the prime directive right oh yeah the whole yeah. thing is it's like just like jumping onto this planet interfered yeah from second one because the planet was like hey no thank you yeah no thank you also and they were like no 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 yes 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 and then the planet was like no (laughs) you were like oh we're coming anyhow oh but we're still going to then we're gonna fuck you all up we're going to change your culture. Fuck your life. You're wrong, you idiots. Yeah, I'm going to look up what exactly the prime directive is. I'm pretty sure it's not to interfere. Not to interfere, right? That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. Guiding principle of Starfleet prohibiting its members from interfering with the internal and natural development of alien civilizations. Not to interfere. Which is, they what this is like all they do in this episode is interfere. Yeah. Like, 
a thousand percent. They're just like, oh. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Outlook's good for a peace. I mean, I get it. Like, peace is better than war, but. Yeah, that's not how we do things, but it's yeah. not. If they were going by the prime directive, they absolutely shouldn't be fucking with anything. Yeah. Let them live dumb shit lives. And you just I mean, don't get a treaty with them. Yeah. What they so, probably should have done and what Picard probably would have done, he would have just talked about it into them being smarter. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't have like held this big huge death thing over their head. But yeah, you know, if you couldn't talk him down, he would have been like, Okay, let me and my people go. I hate and, it. And uh you'll all die. Yeah, the fact that like if it had been a bluff, I would have been like, okay, there it is. But he was legit just going to kill, like, millions yeah. of people. And that's what Sarah and I were holding on to, to the very end at the bridge. Yeah. When they made their dumb jokes and they'd say their stupid things. We were waiting for Kirk to be like, or actually, I thought Spock would be like, that was unexpected, Captain. Yeah. Prime or General Order 24 means clean something something yeah make me a coffee please this is general order 24 general order 24 is to actually obliterate a planet murder everyone on the planet probably including them yeah just fucking blast it and spock's having this conversation on the bridge with kirk about it all and he's like oh that uh seems like a bit of a but it seems really lucky. Like you're almost making me believe in luck. And Kirk's just like, I took a calculated risk. And he's like, war is messy business. And it's all just stupid. And that's like the end of it. Cool. Yeah. My, my note is almost believe in miracle, which might be miracles. Miracles. Oh, that's good. I almost believe in miracles. Yeah. But yeah. Spock almost believes in luck and something about miracle. It doesn't. None of it matters. It was so... That's the end of it. The end of it is you can end war by threatening to kill everyone on the planet. We did it. Yep. That's it. That's the the moral of the story is just... Did we ever do an intro? We did. We're good. We did the intro. We did. Okay, we we haven't done an outro. This This is our episode. We got a little bit drunk beforehand. Yeah. Um, that's it. <laughs> no, we... Um, <laughs> first of all, thank you, anybody who listens. Um, I Sarah and I are really holding on to this idea that some person in this world needs to hear two drunk women explain star trek the original series without actually having to watch it and if you're that person you are our star shine you are amazing you're gorgeous i love you here's here's the thing like i realize there's not a ton of people in this world who are like me but like i wish i could have listened to a podcast instead of having to watch this series (laughs) I think that's where we're at at this point in doing this podcast. I 
absolutely regret ever watching this show. I hate it. I super regret committing to watching this show. Being drunk with Sarah is the only part <laughs> that is getting me through. And we we do this with the Discord, so we're like, I can see Sarah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm currently caressing her cheetah print coat on my screen. I am wearing a cheetah print coat. I'm cheetah. not going to lie about it. <laughs> we definitely could not do this without each other, and we wouldn't yeah. do this no. without each other. I would have but, given up on this show so long ago. Episode two. But the fact yeah. that somebody is willing to watch this show twice and then try to tell you what happened. If somebody would have done that for me, like we do this with love in our hearts. It's it's for you person currently sure. listening. We're trying to save you. What we're saying is, is we really hope you're not actually watching it. This is Never. so bad. Also, we're your Jesus. <laughs> okay? We're saving you from the sins you could commit, but haven't Jesus? yet. Is more than one Jesus, Jesus? Are we Jesus? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Jesus? Jesus? Are we Jesus? Jesus? That sounds good. And we're here for you. That's yeah. what we're saying. And this, like, it's hard, and we know that 2020 was hard. This episode and this, was hard. This this show is garbage. Yeah. I honestly wish we would have picked anything else but watching this show in 2020 and getting drunk and talking about it. This was this the worst was... choice. <laughs> the worst choice, but also maybe for you. Doing, for you. Like just what we're saying is don't watch it. Just don't. listen to us tell you what happens. Yes. Drink with us. I think it's going to be better if you're yeah. also drunk. If you're also drunk, that would be good. Um, and I think what we're really saying here is live long and prosper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. 